Welcome to Purpose Without Limits, the show which strives weekly to empower you to reach your true potential, to help you understand how a simple shift in thinking can make success a reality, both professionally and personally. You'll learn about business etiquette intelligence and why a first impression is so crucial and the real rules of the game to help you outclass your competition. Your host, Dallas Teague Snyder, is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. For more, visit MakeYourBestImpression.com. The time to become your best self is today. Here's Dallas Teague Snyder. Well, hello, everyone. It's your host, Dallas, with Purpose Without Limits. We're here again this week. This is week 15. We're so excited to be coming and bringing you this informational and inspirational show. You know, it just takes one new idea to change your world, and we hope every time you listen to our show that you get that one new idea so that that new perspective, that um, encouragement is something that's coming to you week after week, and that's our goal. If you haven't been to our website, it's PurposeWithoutLimits.com. Again, that's PurposeWithoutLimits.com, and you can go back and listen to all the previous shows and make sure you subscribe for future shows so you don't miss one if you've missed one you know you've missed some good information and of course if you don't know yet we're on itunes so you can take us anywhere you want to go i highly recommend though that you don't take us in the shower that's probably not a good idea but if you're running jogging just running errands um you know take us with you as you know we value your time and as always we have a free listener bonus for our guests that um, spend their valuable time with us so today we're going to be speaking with dr jean meeks about her new book stepping into greatness we'll also have our free listener bonus which i'll tell you at the end and of course our question from the listener mailbag As you know, always when someone asks a question from the audience, it's something that you've wanted to know as well. So that's always great information to have on hand. And if you're interested in sending a question to us, please do that. You can do that again by going to our website, purposewithoutlimits.com. And finally, we'll end with a two-tip from our sponsor, Barbara Kazam. So... Let's get started, shall we? Dr. Jean Meeks is the founder of Positive Eye Consulting. With more than two decades of experiences in leading companies through change with a focus on creating sustainable methods and bottom line profits. She is an organizational strategist that applies her model known as TADAP, which she'll explain to us a little later, to help guide individuals, organizations, and businesses to achieve positive transformation. In her new book, Stepping into Greatness, this is her true story of her journey from surviving her husband's death and overcoming the odds to creating a fully integrated lifestyle and a sustainable model for transformational change. So not only is she helping teach this, but she's survived and, and done that as well. So we always love to have real people that we can model and folks that are an inspiration to us. And today is, is no different. Dr. Meeks, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Dallas. Thank you so much for inviting me in and um, having an opportunity to speak to um, your listeners today. Well, we have really created a wonderful platform here. It's just, um, you know, oftentimes we can get so many negative images out there, and oftentimes the truth is not as bad as the, the perception. And so if we can just give some 
tools to help us get through these difficult times, which I think that's what life is, <laughs> that, that we're doing a good thing. And I think the folks out there agree. So we appreciate you being with us today. Well, thank you. I think the title of your show, Purpose Without Limits, is absolutely uh, amazing and a truism out there. It really is. When you define what your purpose is, then your opportunities are truly limitless. Oh, you're so right. And and when we change the way we think about uh, uh, the opportunities to achieve them, it really helps us do that too. It's really a mindset change. Well, tell yeah, tell yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your story. I know that um, you've gone through a lot of change yourself, and tell us a little bit about how you started on this journey. Oh, I've been on this journey for well many years now. So I started. Um, you know, the, the book I'm writing, Stepping Into Your Greatness, is kind of my transformational journey of um, uh, facing death, uh, facing um, uh, kind of a tragic accident um, uh, rather young in life. My husband uh, passed away suddenly in a single, um, single vehicle rollover, leaving me with a major construction company and four children. And... You know, facing that reality and making um, a choice, what I plan to do about that reality. And there's always two ways to go when you're faced with reality. So it was uh, looking at that powerfully and deciding, you know, where I was going to, to um, head my life journey. Well, yeah, I can't, can't imagine. Um, just all of a sudden one day you, you, you just hear this news and, and the person you thought was going to help you raise these children and was running this company, all of a sudden they're gone. And that, that's a, wow, what a big shock. And so what made you decide to uh, um, understand that you actually took leadership of his company and um, stepped into that role? So what was the determining factor there? Well, I think part of it is, um, let me step back a little bit and uh, kind of uh, give the listeners a little bit of uh, uh, quick quick details on um, uh, the accident as a whole, just a little brief, how fragile life is. And, and it's something that I, I, I hope um, people hear that the life is so fragile. Today you can wake up and see, you know, uh, for me I'm staring at the Oregon rain and say, wow, it's raining today and tomorrow it could be sunny and, and life will flip on a dime. But... Um, for me, life flipped on a quarter, and uh, both my husband and I um, were running this large, major commercial construction company, and we were actually up in Montana looking at a construction project, and we had a um, client in Las Vegas need to have one of us back in Las Vegas for a project that had some difficulties. And uh, the um, night before, we actually made a decision by the flip of a quarter who was going to catch an airplane and fly to Las Vegas to deal with the problem and who was going to drive the car home or the oh, SUV wow. home. Oh. And uh, we flipped a quarter, and um, uh, I happened to win the quarter toss. I got on the airplane and flew home, and he drove and was killed. So mm. um, life was determined on a quarter toss. And wow. uh, I think it's a reminder that life is fragile, very, very fragile, and not to forget that. And no, you're so, yes. You make. Mm. Absolutely. And like you said, just a quarter at people, you know, it really comes down to that, doesn't it? It's a, a decision, a choice, and, and just, a, you know, the wind, isn't it? Really. Yeah, it really? It really is, and it's fragile. And to remember that every moment counts, you know, and, and um, I remember flipping the quarter the night before and getting the airline ticket and getting up early in the morning and we're late for the airport. It's like, you know, you get up out of bed, you figure you want to spend a little more time in bed, and 
is like in the hotel room, hurry up, got to get to the airport. I remember racing to the airport. You know, this is before 9-11 and TSA. When you can still drop somebody off at the airport and go in for them to the gate and give them a kiss and a hug and say goodbye to them. And I remember us running late and, and him dropping me off on the curbside and him saying to me, just hurry up, you're going to miss the plane. Trust me, I'll, I'll park the car, I'll run in, I'll give you a kiss goodbye, I'll be there, just run to the gate so you don't miss the plane. This client's really important. I remember running to the gate and then boarding the gate and saying, you know what, you have to board this plane. It's leaving, and he wasn't mm. there. Mm. And I you know, still remember to this day that I didn't get to say goodbye to him, and I didn't get to give him a hug and a kiss. And those simple things are so enormous and things you remember forever, those, those special moments. You oh, take time to remember to do them. Yes, you're so right. You're so right. And to not take them for granted either, right? That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't take any of those those moments of uh, emotion and affection and love for granted because you might never get them back again. Mm, that is that is so true. Oh. Well, and I, you know, I guess at a point where you, you hear about this great loss, you have a choice. You can either decide to pick yourself up and move forward and continue on the path that you and your husband had set, or you could give up. And um, so obviously you chose to survive and, and continue on. I'm sure that was not easy, um, but it, it obviously, it sounds like it's helped you through this process of what you try to teach other people to do. Would you say that's true? Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, you really have to go deep. I mean, you really have to dig deep. You have to look at the source of your inspiration. You have to, you know, everybody has a different faith source. I mean, you know, mine happens, as I'm a Christian, mine happens to be, you know, Christ-centered. I think everybody has a different source, but you have to get to that source within you and say, you know, what is that powerful source? What is that belief? What's going to get me through and to be able to look around, like for me, I had four young young children. My youngest was two, my oldest was, you know, 13, and looking and saying, my goodness, you know, uh, I have to be there for, for them. Um, obviously, that you know, uh, my Lord has left me with four kids and is asking me to make some choices here to take care of them and, and uh, needing to do that, needing to step into that. But not doing that was not an option. Right. So any sort of um, in need you may have had to be selfish, and, and I too am a Christian, so that's my motivational source as well. But of course, in any faith, you know, one of the things it talks about is love and, and loving others and that responsibility that uh, these little ones had did really really didn't give you that option to, to give up, did it? Right. It yeah. doesn't give you, you know, exactly. You, and there are people that do give up. They, mm-hmm. they do give up. They, they don't believe that they can do it. Um, and uh, I have a saying that I have on everything. I mean, it's, it's on my checkbook, it's on my computer, it's in, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in my you know wallet. And it says if God brings you through it, you know, to it, He'll He'll bring you through it. Oh, that's and, so uh, true. That's kind yeah. of my mantra, you know, if God brings you to it, He will bring you through it. Yeah, He doesn't give um, us anything we can't handle. Although at the time it seems like it will kill us, but um, if we can get on the other side, then we can see what the purposes are. Usually. Absolutely. And yeah. just focus on, okay, what is, you know, that's the reality, and what's the new defined future that I need to make happen, and what do I need to do to go from where I'm at today to where I really envision myself being. Because I can't bring back the past. I can't change it. I can't, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, I mean, I can't dig somebody out of the grave and, and bring them back. I just can't do that. 
you know, so what I'm left with, I've, I've got to dig deep and, and make it everything that I can possibly make it. Wow, and that story just resonates with so many of us. It may not be a death, but in my case, it was a mother with mental illness and homelessness. And, you know, so many of us have those same stories. They just look a little differently. But it comes to that point where we choose, like you say, to to move beyond and uh, and try to make the best out of something and, and, and try to help other people that have been in that same situation. I think, right. yeah, it's, um, it's really a... Um, it's it's certainly not easy, and I think oftentimes people see the joy that we may have sometimes, and they go, well, it was always easy for you, and that's so not true. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's one thing, you know, I think that the, the power of of being non-judgmental mm-hmm. and unconditional love, that, you know, we can look at somebody else and say, oh, wow, look at their circumstances, and look at how well they're doing, and look at this, and and from us, it's, you know, like I always call it the Hollywood perspective. You know, it's that facade. It might look wonderful, but you don't know their pain. You don't know their journey. You don't know what's brought them to the point of where they're at. Whether they happen to be doing well or seemingly doing well, or on the corner on the street with a, with a sign looking for help, it's just not my place to judge them. It's my place to have compassion mm-hmm. and unconditional love for them. And and we journey so much further from that perspective. Oh, I completely, completely agree with you. Well, tell us a little bit about this model that you've created and, um, um, you know, how you help your clients navigate change with this model. Well, the, the model um, that I developed is called TADAP, which stands for transformation. Uh, the T is for transformation. The A is for acknowledge. The D is for define. The next A is for align, and the P is for passionately perform. And what I did is in my doctoral search, I've, I've loved change. Uh, my life has been marked by great moments of change and tragic moments of change and, and small change in between. I mean, change is constant. We're in a constant state of, of impermanence and change. And, and in that journey, I, I really wanted to um, study change and embrace change, hug change, make change my friend versus something I was afraid of. And I think that's a paradigm shift. Oh, I, I would completely agree with that. Um, you know, the book many years ago, Who Moved My Cheese, it was, <laughs> I think we can look back in, in time of the different books and the way people have talked about change and the fact that it's so necessary. I think about, um, <clears throat> you know, just the industrial industry and, and having refrigerators now. If you think about the companies that had the ice boxes that decided they weren't going to evolve and change, they, they obviously went out of business, didn't they? So one of the things we can always count on is change, but I love your concept of hugging change. Um, That is certainly, (laughs) certainly something most people haven't thought about. That's right. And it's just really looking at it from a different perspective. You know, really, like I tell people, hug it, make it your friend. Because as soon as you make it your friend and fall in love with change, your whole world will start to look differently. And that's what the model does. It's a framework for change, and there's four parts to it. The first part is acknowledge. And I think this is our, our biggest fear. It's really acknowledging our true state of reality. Where are we really at? Mm-hmm. If we're in financial turmoil, you know, we're in financial turmoil. Acknowledge your reality with no judgment. Just because you're in financial turmoil, 
turmoil doesn't mean you're a bad person, doesn't mean you're not good, doesn't mean you're irresponsible. It's a current state of affair. It's not a judgment on your soul and your person. And so I think our first step is always acknowledge where are we at. And we tend to be so afraid of, of uh, telling people where we truly at, are at because we're afraid they're going to judge us. Mm. And, you know, it, it's our own choice to allow people to judge us or to not judge us. If, if people judge us, we can choose to accept it or not accept that. We can come from a place of saying, you know what, I don't need to let people judge me. I am who I am, and I am good enough. And, you know, I think that goes back to what we said earlier about whoever you're aware of that spiritual place is for you is knowing who you are in that place and being confident enough. And, again, not having a having a, a, a healthy, godly self-awareness and being strong in that. Because, as, as you know, many people in today's economy have seen great change being forced on them that they didn't expect. And so it's very easy to look within and question and doubt yourself. But this is the very time that we need to go back to that ultimate truth so we can hold on to what's really true and not judge ourselves based on what society has put upon us. Absolutely. And we're very hard on ourselves. I mean, we're very tough on ourselves. And with the acknowledgement piece, there's two parts of it. You know, in the acknowledgement, there's the acknowledgement of what is it. There's that acceptance and forgiveness, that acceptance. Can I accept that as my true state? And can I forgive myself and be kind to myself? The forgiveness mm-hmm. is being kind to myself. And the last piece is the redemption, which is the powerful piece that we forget to do. It's saying, what do I want to do about that? Right. The minute we ask ourselves, what do I want to do about that, our whole world changes. Now we can live exactly what um, you talk about, purpose without limits, because we want to do something about it, and now we are in control of where we want to go. What do we want to do about it? That's yeah. such a powerful statement. Right, and it, and it requires an answer, doesn't it? When you say, Absolutely. what do I want to do about it, it's that it's, it requires an answer. You can't say yes or no. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and the big thing is it's, it's the question of what do I want to do about it, the I. Not does what does that person want to do for me? What do they think of me? I, when I say what do I want to do about it, I take responsibility for my choices. Right. And that's powerful. That's a powerful, powerful paradigm shift. You know, it's interesting. want to change forward. Yeah, and you know, it's so interesting. I recently did an article, and um, it was for a faith-based magazine, and they were saying, what can we teach our young people at youth conferences and so forth? And interviewing a couple of uh, pastors, they said things like commitment, responsibility, um, just general awareness. Uh, It was so interesting to hear those words because we're just missing that as a whole in our society and becoming such a me, me society, we really have to take effort to learn these things so therefore we can apply them throughout our life. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I think those are powerful. I mean, those are powerful concepts. I mean, looking and, you know, that just kind of leads us into the next step of our, our model for change, which is, you know, once you can acknowledge where you're at, the next thing is now you have a a new, what I, I say is a, a new canvas, and now you can paint your new defined future. What is it you really want? You know, 
what is it you want in your life? And if I look back to changing my life, if I go back to, to, the, to the situation of, of this tragic accident of being left with four children, what did I really want? You know, I wanted a future for my children. I wanted to, to give them great memories of their dad. I wanted them to, to survive and, and see that they had opportunities. Well, that's, that's a defining the future. What does that look like? And that goes back to what are your core values? Right. You know, I had a responsibility. So responsibility is a core value. You know, love, responsibility, compassion, kindness, integrity. You know, and everybody defines their own core values. What are that, that person's core values? And from those core values, then they're going to help you decide what your new defined future is going to be. What is it that you want? Wow, that's a that is uh, that is so true. And just honing on, and and so many people may not even think about what are my core values. They may believe things, but they haven't really thought about what they are until they get to some, a point like this where they've got to um, step out of that comfort zone and and you know and really really search themselves in a deep way. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, you're you're listening to Purpose Without Limits, the show that empowers you to reach your true potential. We're talking to Dr. Jean Meek. She's the founder of Positive Eye Consulting, and she is also the author of a new book, Stepping Into Greatness. So, um, well, Dr. Meeks, tell us a little bit about um, how you developed the model and, and how you tested it. I, I developed the model um, through my doctoral program. I'm, I was looking to understand how change is sustained, like large change. When you're making a real paradigm shift um, to something new and different, how does that change happen, and, and how can we sustain it? And I studied the five, uh, the five bodies of change, the five theories of change, um, intensely over five years, and, and recognized through the different research that none of them, none of those theories were sustainable. And um, that at the end of all the research, everybody would come to the conclusion, well, somebody needs to develop what we call a meta-model for change, a larger model that incorporates all of these. And I remember talking to my um, doctoral dissertation mentor, um, Dr. John Adams, and he said, you know, change doesn't work. It doesn't sustain. Research shows that. Everybody says we need this. And he looked at me and says, you know, Jean, you love change. Why don't you develop that? Why don't you take that on? Right. <laughs> and boy, it caught me off guard, like, you know, right away all my, my fears and insecurities, and it's like, well, who am I? Who do I think I am? I'm not good enough to do that. That's what <laughs> great thought thinkers do. Who am I, you know? You're a great thought um, thinker. You didn't realize that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And uh, he really pushed me, and he said, no, I really think that this is your passion. You could, you could develop this. And so I went on the journey and, and found the key elements that, that fit together really well, um, tested it, in different environments, from a federal government environment to a state environment to a nonprofit environment to a corporate environment, to I actually tested it on myself to start in a, in a practicum and a personal journey of change and, and trying to, to get through my fear of flying. I have a horrible, or I had a horrible fear of flying, and I studied myself under this model for six months, and you know now I pretty much fly anywhere, anytime, very easily. So wow. It, uh, yeah, so on a personal note, you know, it really worked for me personally, and I've had some marriage and family therapists use the model, you know, to help um, couples that are struggling work through changing their paradigm. So it works on a, a small personal level, which, you know, um, on, on an individual or a couple or a family, 
all the way to, you know, working at NASA. It's, it's just a framework for change. Wow, that my mother-in-law, she uh, <laughs> she will not get on an airplane. So I threatened to have a, a baby and move to France. And so, <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. But I wouldn't do that just to do that. But <laughs> so, would you get on a plane then? So, um, but anyway, maybe she can she can uh, get your book and uh, and put this into practice. Well, that leads me to the question from the listener mailbag, and it really goes into line with what you were just saying. So. Um, Karen uh, is from St. Louis, and she wants. To, she says, um, "I've recently been laid off, and um, you know it was unexpected. But how can I apply this model to help me with this unexpected loss?" Oh, that's a that's a powerful one. And, and um, so, so to Karen, you know, uh, it, it's a tough time. I mean, and with the change in the economy, right sizing companies, and people have been laid off very unexpectedly. And again, go through the model. The first piece of the model is to acknowledge you've been laid off. Um, And what does that look like? What does that really mean? You know, what did that mean for you? Because there's so much to unpack in the layoff, especially when it's unexpected. You know, right away we we feel we lose our sense of self-worth. Right. And to really accept and forgive, this isn't about your worthiness. This is about a company or an organization that cannot no longer maintain their financial capabilities and have to make some choices, not about you as a person. And then when, when you look at that and you can unpack that, then you look and say, you know, what do I want to do about it? It's that redemption. What do I want to do about it? I can sit there and I can really be down about myself that I lost my job, I lost my position, I must not be good enough if they picked me. You know, and you can stay in that choice frame, or you can turn around and say, wow, what is my new defined future going to be? What talents, strengths, abilities, capabilities do I have? And start mapping out a list. Take that blank piece of paper, get a large piece of paper, put it up on a wall, and start and get some great colorful markers and start writing down things about you mm-hmm. that is great that you see yourself you know i'm not sure what where karen came out of you know what industry what are capabilities of but but whatever those powerful things are start writing them out and look at that board and watch it grow and develop and then turn around and step back and say where do i see myself this is an opportunity to move forward you know if god brought me to it he's going to bring me through it what is it that i'm being asked to step into where is my future going? Well, it starts by defining and checking out what is great about me. There are great things. This loss is truly a loss and an acceptance of that loss, but it's also a door opening to revisiting your greatness and what are those things. Well, and say now, by seeing my greatness, what avenues of job opportunities are out there? Let me dust off that resume and let me make it a resume that, that is so powerful, one I've never created before, because now I see myself in all this new glory, and now I have an opportunity to come out with this wonderful resume. And now let me go back out there and start, start making introductions, start networking with people, start looking and showing people a new me, a powerful me. Well, and you know, I think, like you said too, if you if you are looking at it and saying, uh, "Is there something I've always wanted to do?" 
Is there something that I would just, if I did it, I wouldn't consider it work? You know, what can I do to make that my new career? Um, like you said, such a wonderful opportunity to get out of something. Sometimes I think, again, the Lord pushes us into into our purpose because we don't want to move. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so this may be one of those times. Well, I'm sure Karen will appreciate that. And, and you know, we have many other listeners, as you are probably aware, that uh, have been affected with similar, similar things simply because of the state that we're in right now. And, um, of course, people are just sometimes cr- deciding now to create their own businesses because this has given them an opportunity. So, uh, right. so much potential out there. So, um well, uh, Jean, is there any, for, for example, tell us how, how our listeners can work with you, what kind of services you provide. I know that you're going to be giving the first 10 listeners that respond a free autographed copy of the book when it comes out in July, and I'll make sure to give that information at the end. But tell us about the ways we can work with you individually or uh, if we have organizations that would like to work with you through this process. Well, if you get on our, our website, uh, positive-eye.com or positive-i.com, you'll see many of the services that we provide. We're always putting um, on our website new video clips with new insightfulness. If you want to um, get our e-newsletter that comes out, which has some, some great articles that we write um, in, in organizational change, which is helpful. It, it reflects back to personal change. Um, also, with the book coming out, we'll be putting together a um, interactive blog so people can share great thought ideas back and forth based on the book. As they journey through the book, they can share their exercises with one another. We're, we're in the development of that. You know, and also, I, I encourage people that if you get on our website and you just email me at info at positive-i.com, and you have a question for me, I'd love to hear it, and I'll personally answer it back. It will make it to me, and I'll personally answer it back. So I encourage people to do that. Oh, well, you can't beat that. I, I love the personal touch. Uh, <laughs> I think too often we get, we're trying to get away from that, and hopefully we'll, there'll be a paradigm shift back to people relating to people. I, I think that's the, the real key there. <laughs> right, absolutely. So. And it is. It's all about relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's being out there and extending yourself and saying, I'm open um, to, to help you. I will listen to you. Well, as that's just been such, uh, uh, such wonderful information you've shared with us today. If there, is there any final thing you'd like to leave with our listeners just as a final thought before we close? You know, I, I, again, I go back to Alice. I think that the, the title of your show, Purpose Without Limits, is, is extremely powerful. And it's to really encourage your listeners to sit back and recognize that they have powers and greatness beyond their current imagination. And if you had a blank piece of paper, a huge canvas, and a bunch of colorful paints, what would you paint for yourself? What would your future story look like? And we don't take enough time to pause and dream and imagine and then allow us to see ourselves become that. And I really encourage people to take the time to do that. Wow, that sounds like a a, a wonderful assignment. It certainly does. So we will definitely leave them with that challenge and uh, and that motivation because, like you said, I think when we can see it and really tap into what we really want and what our dreams are, then, the you know, it, it, 
it's amazing how we can reach those without even trying sometimes. Absolutely. Things, if it's the right path, it's amazing how all, you know, the universe kind of aligns things into your pathway. It's amazing that power of that positive thought process and how things start aligning, absolutely, and doors start opening that you never imagined would open for you before, absolutely. I never, like I said, when, when my husband was killed, I didn't, I was just finishing up my bachelor's. I never imagined with a single parent with as many children as I have getting a Ph.D. all on my own, never in my wildest dreams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it's amazing what you can do, right, when you don't limit yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank, thank you so much for the opportunity to share with your listeners today. Uh, well, you're so very welcome, and, and we're here to stay. And our goal is to, um, is to eventually have events where we bring in some of our speakers to do some workshops and trainings, and I hope that uh, when that happens, we'll be able to reach out, and if you're available, you'll be able to join us. That would be wonderful. I'll be honored to do that. Well, much. Dr. Meeks, it's been a complete blessing, and I'll make sure to give the call letters out here to our listeners. In fact, let me do that one uh, real quick. Guys, remember, the first 10 listeners will receive a free autographed copy of her new book, Stepping Into Greatness, and you'll need to email her at, um, we'll go to the website, positive-i.com, and put in the call letters PWL. And uh, is there a specific email address they should send, or just put that in the information about the book? Just the information about the, the book, absolutely. Okay, all right. Well, thank you very, very much, and um, I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. We'll be back with more Purpose Without Limits after this Two Talk Minute. Hi, this is Barbara Kazam from Kazamitude, spelled K-H-O-Zamitude.com, with your Two Tip of the Week. Today's tood is the ego tood once again. These are the arrogant people with the mire of the highway attitude. Today's example is the boss who always turns down your ideas. The solution, if they say something like, that's a stupid idea, instead of saying, what part of it is stupid? Because their likely response is, well, all of it, including the person who gave it to me. A better reply would be, well, what part of it could I change so you'd like it? Now they are giving you feedback, which means they partly own it, and they are more likely to buy into it. This is Barbara Kazam with your two tip of the week. For more information, go to kazamitude.com. Well, everybody, it's that time again. Time to say goodbye. I certainly hope that you enjoyed our guest this week. As you know, we bring you very interesting and intriguing guests, people that you don't come in contact with daily that can really help inspire you, perhaps give you that one piece of information that you needed to make your life a little easier to put a spring in your step or just help you be encouraged that you can reach your dreams if you put action to them. We here at Purpose Without Limits want to empower you to reach your true potential. So we really appreciate you listening to us and investing in yourself. Our guest next week will be talking about enlist 
energy, endless energy. And I don't know about you, but I certainly want to know what's draining my energy because I don't feel like I should be tired, but sometimes I just find myself exhausted in the middle of the day. So she's going to help us learn more about that and what we can do to combat those um, those feelings and have more energy. So I'm excited about that. So you'll want to be sure to join us and make sure, again, visit us on iTunes. Again, that's Purpose Without Limits. And you can go to our website, purposewithoutlimits.com to be sure to register for our bonus gifts as well as information of upcoming shows. And uh, we just really appreciate you spending time with us. And that's why we want to make sure to give you great value for your investment of your time. Thanks again. Have a great day. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Purpose Without Limits with your host, Dallas Teague Snyder. Dallas is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book, Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. Visit MakeYourBestImpression.com for more information.